Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Well, my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm doing okay. You know, glad to have you on the show as always. Thanks for having me, as usual. And uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening uh, to this episode. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about, um, you know, the sad story about. Um, you know, Tom Seaver being revealed that he has dementia. We're also going to talk about, um, you know, the unfortunate injuries with the Yankees rotation with C.C. Sabathia and um, and uh, Luis Severino. We'll also talk about um, LeBron James' recent milestone passing his idol, Michael Jordan. And, um, you know, we'll talk about the, the latest in NBA rumors, you know, free agency. And um lastly, you know, we'll end it with our with our thoughts on the upcoming um fast lane pay per view event. But most importantly, you know, the number is nine one seven uh three eight eight four one eight nine. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but without further ado, um, yeah, let's just uh, dive into uh, the you know the discussion about Tom Seaver. And um, you know, if you've been listening to this show, you know, for the past ten years, you know, as a huge Mets fan, I have a lot of respect for Seaver. You know, obviously for all he's done for the organization, he is. You know, called the he's not called the franchise for no reason, and uh, I did a I did a video of his, um, you know, um, today, you know, basically discussing, you know, his legacy with the Mets and, you know, the tragic um, disease that he that he's suffering from, and also how it's you know how it's going to affect him not being able to attend uh, the upcoming. Uh, 50th anniversary celebration that the Mets are going to do this summer, you know, so definitely check out that video. But um, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's a very tragic thing because if, um, you know, if you, if you're a huge Mets fan or a baseball fan, you know how knowledgeable of a guy he is. You know, he, he was a broadcaster uh, with the Yankees and the Mets after his playing career and um you know he 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 always um he had, he he always had a a strong memory and always a knowledgeable guy you know talking about you know his wine vineyard and um you know the game and you know it's it's sad that such a you know brilliant guy who who knows the 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 sweet science of um you know pitching and how the game you know the game's supposed to be played the right way you know, it's slipping through him because of this disease. And, you know, honestly, you know, if I, 
if I could take a time machine to see any ball player play, it would definitely be him. You know, the guy he literally, you know, turned the franchise around. So um, it's good to hear that he's going to be honored, you know, even though he won't be able to show up. Um, but what, what's your what's your thoughts on the whole um, Seaver, you know, issues that you know he you know he's dealing with dementia? I think you know it's very sad. You know, uh, you know he's seventy four years old, and you know he's always going to be remembered as a uh, as one of the great uh, New York Met players. Um, and I mean, we haven't heard him in a broadcasting booth in a long time. It's been right. years since we've heard from him, but now you're not going to hear from him ever again, probably, you know, because he's pretty much retiring from the public eye mm-hmm. because of this disease. And, yeah, it's just sad and unfortunate, you know, that uh, he has to go, uh, you know, he has to be diagnosed with this disease as is, uh, you know, uh, other people who are diagnosed with this disease every year. But, yeah, it's very unfortunate. I mean, you're talking about one of the best baseball players or pitches of all time and you know he's uh been hit with this disease and yeah it's very unfortunate you know i feel for uh his family and i feel for Mets fans absolutely i mean uh it's a sad you know it's a sad sad to hear it you know fortunately when you get older you know you're going to be susceptible to you know these type of diseases and um you know it's very sad you know, my, my thoughts go out to him and his family, you know, especially during this difficult time. Yeah. But um, if you want to hear more, again, if you want to hear more about my thoughts on, you know, Tom Seaver and how the Mets should honor him, uh, you know, please feel free to check out my <clears throat> YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV, uh, and, you know, I'll, I, I talk more in depth with that. So please feel free to check out um, but uh, moving on, um, the Yankees. You know the Yankees. Um, they've they've dealt a they've been dealt a huge blow in the pitching rotation. You know their ace Luis Severino. Um, he had a, he has um, inflammation in his um, right shoulder, and he's going to be gone for a few weeks for the Bombers. That's going to make him not be able to um, the pitch opening day. On, on March 28th, and then you couple then you um, um, couple that with uh, CC Sabathia, you know, a fan favorite with the Yankees on his last year. Um, he he's um, you know, he's injured as well, and you know he's gonna have some um, major milestones uh, coming up. He's a few wins away from from uh, 250 wins. I think he's a few strikeouts away from what was it three was it three thousand? I'd have to double check because he has a few he has a few milestones coming up this year in his yeah. final season. So you know um, he should you know hopefully come back healthy and and get those uh, accomplishments because they're right at his grasp. So you know now the the Yankees are going to most likely look within and and uh you know make um pitch uh Loizaga place of um Severino and uh, and I would assume this opened up a spot for um Herman as well. So do you think the do you think the um the Yankees uh should 
stay within or go after Gio Gonzalez or um or Tycho? Uh, I think they should stay within because um, it's not it's not it's too early to be panicked. The season hasn't even started yet, you know. So they'll hopefully have Severino back, you know, around the uh, early start of the season. Hopefully, you know, probably the second week, third week of the season. CC Sabathia, they'll have him back. But you roll with what you have right now. You know, you have Tanaka, you have Paxton, you have Hap. Um, you know, you got some young guys, you know, in the in in the uh, farm system right now. So they're probably going to roll with Herman and uh, uh, Lasagna. Whatever his last name is. <laughs> no, Isaac. Whatever. It does look, it does look like you Lasagna. <laughs> lasagna, you know. So they'll roll with those guys. Herman, at times last year, he looked – he has pretty good stuff. He just has to gain control, and uh, he could be a good pitcher. You know, once he uh, once he establishes his his stuff and uh, lasagna, you know he could he could be a good pitcher too. You know, so I want to see more out of those two guys. You know, I want to see what they have to offer, and maybe they do uh, help the Yankees here at the beginning of the season. But I don't think it's time to panic. And from what what it sounds like, it doesn't look like the Yankees are going to go after Keiko or Gio Gonzalez anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, you 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 make a very valid point. I mean, you know, those guys are not going to be gone long term. You know, barring you know any unfortunate setbacks, those guys should be back on the mound in a few weeks. So, um, yeah, there's no need for them to rush, and that especially these guys have potential. I mean, if they didn't, you know, they could have uh, definitely um, go into you know the the free agency route and sign some veterans, but. Yeah, I mean they they could they could hold on the fort and you know as a result of um Severino's injury uh they officially announced that Tanaka will be uh the opening day starter. So um congratulations to him. Yeah, I mean t- Tanaka, you know, behind Severino, well Tanaka if you really he's been the most consistent pitcher mm-hmm. you know in the last 3 4 years. Amongst when the Yankees, healthy. really, when healthy, yeah, you know, especially in the playoffs, you know, in the playoffs he's been like deadly, you know, mm-hmm. so he's been our ace, you know, like the most consistent yeah, pitcher that have, we've had. Yeah, you you don't have to worry about him on the mound. I'm surprised you and other Yankee fans don't call him Akuna Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's you could you could rely on Tanaka in big games, that's for sure. I don't think there's a you know no I don't think there's a need to panic yet. I mean again the season hasn't started yet and you still have young guys. You have Herman, uh, Lasagna, and Sessa. You know you have those three pitchers, and let's see what they uh, could give the Yankees this year. Absolutely. Um, shifting gears with. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing with the Antonio Brown situation, moving to NFL quickly. Um, you know, he was rumored to go to Bills, but it looks like he vetoed that move. Um, Jets. I heard it was fake. He said it was fake news. Yeah. Who um, knows if the if there was ever a deal in place? Yeah, that's, that's true. I would. Yeah. I mean, if it is, if he is, I mean, if there was no deal in place. 
then, well, my assumption would have been like he vetoed it, but I guess since he said there's, you know, it's fake news, then I guess, unless if he's referring to that, it's fake news that he was going to get traded or, um, you know, fake news that he got already traded or whatnot, and, you know, he vetoed it. I don't, well, but in any case, he he's not going there, you know, and the Jets, the Jets, um, you know, passed on him because I guess they didn't want to deal with the drama because, you know, they got a, a young quarterback entering his second year. And, um, you know, I guess they don't want, they don't want that, you know, him to be arguing, you know, with, with, um, Darnold for passes, you know, if he could argue with, you know, a two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, that obviously he's going to, you know, have some issues if he's not getting the ball thrown to him. Uh, You know, well, you know, a lot of these, you know, NFL players are divas anyway, you know, Mm -hmm. so, but this guy has a lot of talent. I mean, I don't know how you could pass up on this guy. He's, Mm -hmm. He's probably the best wide receiver in the NFL, you know. So, I, I think that's a bad move. You know, Jets. You know, Jets could use a guy like that. Yeah, definitely. They definitely could. And this guy could uh, dominate again by himself. Yeah, and then uh, oh. then you then you got Le'Ve- uh, Le Le'Veon Bell also, who's you know a guy who who you know a me first type dude who wants the money and the ball. Yeah. I don't know if they. I don't know if he. Uh, is definitely gonna. Pursue him also. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm leery about a person who said he wouldn't go. Originally said he wouldn't go. There would be no money for him to go to the to your to the Jets, and then he said that for him to go, they have to give him 100 million. So he's really wow. doing it for the money. So right. That that guy, I'm I'm very leery of that. I would be more, I would be more inclined to go after Brown than than Bell. In my opinion, but yeah, I prefer Brown over Bell, also. But um, you know it is what it is. And um, shifting gears to the NBA, um, you know, congratulations to LeBron James, man, huge milestone. Uh, he's fourth all time, you know, in um, on the all time list. You know, pass surpassing his um. His favorite, his idol, uh, Magic Magic Jordan. I mean, my, Michael Jordan. I want to say Magic, Magic Jordan. Jordan yeah. Ma- Michael Jordan. What, what is up with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's up with me. Magic Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, yeah, he he surpassed Michael Jordan on, on the all time list, and uh, now he has surpassed uh, Wilt, uh, Kareem. Um, who, who's the other person? Oh, um, uh, Karl Malone. On that list, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good it's a great feat. You know, he's mm-hmm. uh, slowly creeping up on those records. Yeah, and, and solidifying you know, himself as one of the greatest players of all time. Absolutely, and uh, he's sure enough, he's definitely going to be the all time guy at this rate. Yeah, who would have thought anybody could have touched those guys? Right. I mean, not even Jordan could have surpassed, uh, you know, Kareem and, you know, Wilt on the, that list. Yeah. But, or, or or even uh, Carmelo for that matter. So. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's it's in his grasp. 
you know. So, you know, congrats to him. You know, his um, eight straight NBA Finals uh, streak is going to come to end this year. But I guess maybe that's what the doctor ordered because he's been he's been playing a lot of playoff games as a result. So so now the the um the Lakers are limiting his limits, are limiting his um you know minutes in in per game, and he's not gonna he's not gonna play back to back games, which I mean it's a smart move you know you they're they're not playing for anything right now so I mean they they're gonna need him for next year when they try to lure guys to come to L.A., maybe uh, attract uh, Anthony Davis to finally get traded uh, to, um, you know, L.A. And, of course, you got – and then they got the, the cap space. And, um, you know, they could go after Durant, which I doubt he's going to go over there, but then again, you never know. Um, you know, Kawhi Leonard, um, Kyrie Irving, you know, the usual cast of uh, people we're going to be hearing a lot about, or we've been hearing a lot about practically every day. And then we'll finally have some, ha- finally have some answers beginning July 1st, where these guys are going to go. Yeah, well, LeBron should have known what he, uh, what he got himself into when he signed with his, I mean, this mm-hmm. team, you don't have that many pieces, mm-hmm. you know? So they're going to definitely have to make a move in the off season. They might have to trade the whole team for Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah, they will. Uh, that's it. I think that's exactly what they're gonna do. They're gonna trade the whole team. And remember, Le- if LeBron James could get people to come to Cleveland, I mean, no, no offense to Cleveland, you know, because they they didn't want, you know, they haven't won a championship in 54 years until, um, you know, they um upsetted the Warriors, you know, coming down coming back from a three one deficit. Um, you know, he 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 got that cachet. So if he could get people to go to Cleveland, you know, with their championship drought, you know, throughout the, the their entire sports since uh, you know the '64 um, Cleveland Browns, um, you know, he could he he was definitely gonna attract some players to to Lakers, who which yeah. I've always considered the the Yankees of the NBA. So. I think they're going to make some moves. And then, of course, you got the Clippers. Clippers got some cap space, too, to sign two players. And then you got Brooklyn, who's, um, you know, that they got a very talented, gritty young team there. You know, right. Dinwiddie, um, you know, they got they got some talented dudes over there who could, who's going to lure, lure some guys, too. And then, of course, you got the Knicks, who lost again. So, um, who did, I think they lost to the Kings. If my memory served me right earlier today. Yeah, they did. Lost to the Kings. And um, yeah, so they, they, you know, they could lure some guys. Uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson. He almost had a double double, eight, eight points, nine rebounds. Um, you know, DeAndre Jordan is a walking double double. You know, um, he's definitely a keeper, and you know, he's a friend of Durant. So you know, hopefully we could resign him. You know, on a um, you know, a, a veteran deal, you know, contract. But we'll we'll see what the we'll see what the Knicks can do, you know, with, with the cap space. I was just watching a video uh, moments ago before we got on air. Of, uh, after the game, there's a fan that yelled out to Dolan as he was uh, exiting the uh, 
the as he was leaving the court, the fan yelled out to sell the team, and then Dolan, I guess, you know, went up to him and said, "Oh, you want me to sell sell the team? That's rude." Started mm-hmm. calling the fan rude and says, uh, I, "He said something like, I, I hope you're happy watching the games on TV now.'" <laughs> he had security escort the guy out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Guys, are, guys are idiot. So Dolan is taunting the fan <laughs> about mm-hmm. their their horrible team. Wow, that's man. I don't even know. How, I don't even know what to say about that. Wow, oh, horrible owner. Man, I would shoot. I don't even know what to say. This is, this is man. They they better hope and pray Durant and Kyrie Irving comes because you know. The the um the NBA the, the the organization still has a black eye from the whole Charles Oakley situation. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see if um you know if the these you know the, these star players will come over here, in spite mm-hmm. of that, because maybe they might come to they might come to New York, but but you know to our hometown instead. Unfortunately, that's a possibility because all this drama in the the Garden. So. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Knicks can get some guy. Oh, and uh, one more thing, uh, Kevin Kevin Knox, man, he's man, he he needs he you know he needs to step up his game, man. I know he's a rookie, but he he needs to get conf- he needs he needs to get some confidence in his shooting. Yeah, you know, definitely needs to improve that in off season. Definitely, definitely, you know, you know he's definitely going through a rookie slump. And then after, and then a couple of that with Nilakina, who, I mean, unfortunately, let's let's face it, folks. I hate to admit it. You hate he's to admit it. He's he's a bust, man. I mean, there's no way, no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts around it, man. He's he's a bust. You know, we got now we got, you know, thanks to the Porzingis trade, we got the guy we should have drafted instead of him, in uh, Dennis Smith Jr. And you see what we we have there. You know, yeah. but Nilakina, there's rumors they're gonna trade him in draft night. You know, if they could get a pick for him, Good and reason. he's been injured. He hasn't been playing. He hasn't played since like um January. You know, when he does play, he doesn't do much anyway. So. I know he has he he has he has Jared Jeffrey's confidence shooting a three, man. It's like that. It's like back in the days when we had Jared Jeffries. You know, when the team when the when the opposition played defense. They just let him. They don't even defend him. They just let him shoot. They just let him hoist the three because they know he has no confidence to make it. And then, or they know he's gonna pass the ball, so mm-hmm. they just steal the ball from him. Yeah. And that's the that's the problem that Nilakina has. Nilakina is a a strong defender. He's a good passer. He has the the ability to be a great passer, but he just needs he he just needs that confidence in his shooting. I mean, there's there's no excuse that a guy like that, with his talent, his ability, he he should be rocking ten and ten a, a game. I agree. You know, we're not we're not asking him to score twenty five points. We're not asking him to score thirty points. Just ten and ten, man. That's it. <laughs> we'll even settle for ten and eight. You know, come on, just pass the ball. That's what he's good at doing. Make five shots. Make five shots. Shoot the free throw. Some free throws. Ten points. There you go. Like. Come on. I know it's easier said than done, but come on, man. With his ability, he should be averaging 10 and 10. 
He's uh, it's frustrating. He's, he's underachieved. You know, he's he's not living up to expectations. He's not. He's definitely not living up to expectation, man. Now people compare him to to Frederick Weiss, and that's what people were afraid when they drafted him instead of uh, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Even LeBron James was criticizing the Knicks that they should have drafted Smith Jr. instead of Nelikino. And LeBron was right. Uh, well, yeah, he he was right. <laughs> you know, and but that's what happened. They they let Phil Jackson make the draft, and then a few days later, like what, four days later, they fire him. Now we'll see if the Knicks will be able to, you know, turn this 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 team around in the off season with you know making some uh, moves, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But um, all those answers will be revealed starting July. Um, uh, first, uh, not to mention prior to that, in June, you know, the draft, you know, we'll have the the lottery in the draft to find out if we'll get, you know, Zion win, Zion Williamson or, you know, whoever, you know, from the from the uh, from Duke. So we'll see what happens. And um, also uh, back to the Mets. Mets uh, they released T.J. Rivera. Um, he he was a young uh, guy that the, the Mets drafted. And you know he was a, he was a good young player. The problem with him, he can never stay healthy. I mean, I think it's a it's a sad move that they 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 released him. I mean, he's a young guy. You know, I'm not saying he'd be a starter, but he he could be a good guy off the bench. But this this reminds me of uh, when they released um what's his name again? Um, what's his just what's his name? The guy who's Justin Turner on, on the the Dodgers. You know, when they released him, I, 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 from the pit of my stomach, I thought it was a bad move because those, the, both of those guys can hit. So, you know, that's what happened. I mean, Murphy was in a surprise. We all knew Murphy could hit, you know. Did we know he was going to be an all-star with the, with the Nationals, you know, before he signed with the, the Rockies this year? No, but we knew he was going to hit. But Justin Turner, you know, releasing him and not getting anything back for him, was a bad move, and I think, I think on a lesser extent, Nick, uh, the Mets are going to regret releasing T.J. Rivera because the guy can hit; he just can't stay healthy. You know, I don't think he'll be an All Star, but I think he'll he'll be a serviceable guy on a team. But hey, best of luck to him. But um, yeah, let's 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 get into the fast lane pay per view, man. I mean. I don't know about you, Max, but this is like the the most useless pay per view event leading up to WrestleMania in history. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it. I know that's the pro- that's the pro- that's the problem right there. I I literally don't know if I'm gonna do that either. Um, they just totally ruined the, their road to WrestleMania. The the parallels between uh, Kofi Kingston and um, Becky Lynch is, is you know. It's it's alarming. Like, first of all, Becky Lynch wins the Royal Rumble. Wins the Royal Rumble. That means she's going to WrestleMania. And wrong. That means she's a placeholder for for them to release for her for for them to start this lame story about her injury and just insert Charlotte Flair into this match, where she had no business being in this match. And because they put they insert Charlotte Flair into this match, now they have to fight 
tomorrow night to, de- to determine whether or not if Becky Lynch gets added to a triple threat match. Because a few weeks ago, Vince McMahon, after they made her apologize, you know, even though she didn't want to, you know, trying to do like a Stone Cold similar thing. So she she gave them all a fake apology. And then Vince McMahon, as you all remember, he just comes out of nowhere like RKO and, and basically inserts Charlotte Flair to the match and basically ruined the whole thing. Yeah, we know um, Be- Becky Lynch is going to win tomorrow night against Charlotte Flair to turn it to a triple threat. But because of this, they ruined two matches. They could have had – they should have just left it alone that Becky fight um, um, Ronda Rousey and then have Charlotte face Asuka at WrestleMania. Then yeah. you would have had a rematch of last year's one from from last year because remember last year, they, you know, Asuka put the streak on the line. Charlotte Flair had the title on the line at WrestleMania. But this year, it would have been – Asuka putting the title on the line versus Charlotte. And right. Asuka trying to get redemption from WrestleMania, where she suffered the first loss in two years. So that those stuff would have been on the line. That would have been an intriguing matchup. But no, they got to insert Charlotte Flair into this match. And they just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just tired of Charlotte Flair battling Becky Lynch right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just done. It makes no sense that Becky won the Royal Rumble and then now she has to fight for her <laughs> shot at WrestleMania. To qualify again. Dumb. We it's all know Charlotte. Thing. Charlotte's gonna. Uh, Becky's gonna win tomorrow. We know it. Come on. I mean, and if they don't, I mean, it's. I mean, come on. They, they just might as well just not even open the um um met, um. I can't even remember the MetLife Met, Met Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> what well, our teams play. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, come on, it's a dumb. They just ruined the whole. They just ruined the whole road to WrestleMania having Becky re-qualify again. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And then now they made her. They made her sign. Uh, uh, you know, like a, uh, no. What was the thing they made her sign? Like they're not responsible for her. Um, you know, for whatever happens to her. Kind of like a um. What was that? A no, a non-sanctioned match kind of thing. They had Shawn oh, Michaels yeah. in. Triple H fight a decade ago. They should have just did that a long time ago. They just ruined the whole storyline. And then you got New Day. Um, they're fighting against Shinsuke Nakamura uh, tomorrow and, and Rusev. You know, Big E and Xavier Woods are fighting, you know. And um, I'm guessing New Day is going to win to continue this momentum, even though, um, you know, um, Kofi's not in this match because why? Why isn't Kofi in fast lane? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because Vince McMahon pulled another RKO type move out of nowhere and took Kofi Kingston from his number one his his um his opportunity to win the title. Yeah, two, and okay, two of the, the fan favorites get screwed. I know it's it's just ridiculous. Sure, they, okay, they put Kevin Owens. I mean, Kevin Owens, no one has a problem with Kevin Owens competing for the title, even though they should have waited a few months to put him in there to build himself up, you know. You know, they should have just put a heel in that spot. Well, but then again, a heel, heel face, um, they wanted to have that dynamic, so they put Kevin Owens. Um, 
but you know the only way this thing works out is if Kofi Kingston they find a way to put Kofi Kingston in a one-on-one match with Daniel Bryan and wins the title. So the only way they could re- both the only way WWE could redeem both of these dumb moves is if Kofi Kingston and Becky come out as champions. Which might happen at WrestleMania. And which should happen at WrestleMania. Yeah. So this this move, you know, replacing uh, Kofi Kingston with Kevin Owens for the title, which essentially um, Kofi would have lost at Fastlane tomorrow. And but this but with him having hopefully a rem- having his rematch at WrestleMania, now this increases his chances. So if that does happen, then kudos to WWE right now. Then I would reverse my sentiments about the the dumb booking. Great. But yeah, so th- that's that's how they ruined this whole you know this whole road to WrestleMania, especially the the Becky Lynch one. The the Becky Lynch one essentially ruined Asuka's WrestleMania match because she essentially has nobody to fight. Um, she's gonna fight Mandy Rose. I mean, barring uh, an upset, Asuka has a 99% chance of walking out tomorrow, retaining the title, the SmackDown Women's Champion. So this, I mean, this pay per view really, there's really no point to this pay per view when you, if you ask me. The only interesting, I mean. There's nothing really interesting to watch, really, when you think about it. I mean, I love to see, I love seeing the Shield, Roman Reigns, and you know Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, you know, teaming up one last time. But it's against Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. And there's nothing against Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. But Baron Corbin, man, this guy has more airtime than anybody, almost as much as the McMahons. Like. Baron Corbin sucks. It's not he doesn't suck because he's a bad guy. He sucks because he sucks. He has no he has no mic skills. He has no charisma. I mean, I'm just tired of seeing this guy on, on the TV all the time. Yeah, and he's uh now he has Lashley and uh what's his face again? Um Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre has his henchman. I know. These guys are supposed to be mid carters um slash future main event guys and then they're 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 being a lackey for this guy who has no talent whatsoever come on <laughs> i mean come on let's be real here why is he on why is he still in wwe yeah come on like there's there's no reason why he should be there i'd rather see Lars Sullivan debut <laughs> then uh, with them then then those guys, then then Baron Corbin. I never want to see Baron Corbin again. Like he's he he's trash, man. In the ring and on the mic. I agree. There's no reason why this guy's still in the WWE. So yes, Shield will win. And I mean, who? I mean, other than the Shield reuniting, who really cares about seeing another Baron Corbin match? We're gonna see him fight again on Monday. Like, who cares? They need to just throw Baron Corbin away. I know he's a boss, man. He's in Frank Nilakina of WWE. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, all these matches like Ray versus Andrade Ciampa. We see this matches every SmackDown. I mean, don't get me wrong; this match is gonna be a good match, but I can wait until SmackDown to see this match. You know what I'm saying? Like they're fighting way too much. You know what I mean? Like 
None of these matches, in, uh, you know, intrigue me at all. Drew, I mean, Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens should be a, a very good match, but we know yeah. Kevin Owens isn't going to win, so there's no no, um, no drama to this. Uh, the Usos versus Miz and Shane, I mean, I'm tired of this storyline, too. I mean, I'm tired of the Cole Bestie storyline. It, it's it's past his bedtime. Just just put it to mm-hmm. sleep. I'm done with this one, too. Uh, the Boston Hug Connection, they're fighting against Nia Jackson Tamina. Um, it could be intriguing. I mean, but I, I think um, the Boston Hug Connection are going to retain it. I think so, too. Yeah, I don't see them losing it right away. Maybe and, at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. And then you got the the Revival, uh, you know, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson versus Aleister Black and Ricochet. And then, of course, versus Chad Gable and uh, Bobby Roode uh, for the tag team titles. This could be a, um, a very interesting match. All these guys could 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 fight. So this is definitely going to be one of the best matches of the night. Um, I mean, the Revival just won the titles. I mean, yeah. there was rumors they were going to leave um, WWE and maybe go to AEW, as a lot of these disgruntled um, performers are, because WWE isn't using their talent. Um, the way they should be, you know. So uh, let me see who I think could win. Um, I think Revival will retain it. Uh, they just got the title. It doesn't make it, unless if Ricochet and Alistair Black wins it. Though I don't, I don't see Gable and Bobby Roode running the title back again. There's no point for them to win the title back again. So it's either Revival or Alistair Black and Ricochet. But I could strongly see Ricochet and Alistair Black you know, winning because they've, um, you know, they've been, they've had the title, you know, they, they, they've been building them up. So I can see it go either way. I think Revival will retain it. Yeah, let me see. That, I mean, yeah, that's, that's basically it, all the, the matches. I mean, this, <laughs> this is probably, I don't think I've ever said this on the, on, on any, on the show in the 10 years we've been with, we've been <laughs> on. There's been some pay-per-views that would be like, hmm, uh, maybe it's okay. This one is just a clunker. It's a stinker. I can't even. I can't even recommend anybody to watch this match. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm not. This view. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. So. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I just, I just watch Walking Dead. Yeah, if, if I miss anything, I'm not gonna be like upset or anything. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's nothing. There's no suspense. This they should have just ended the they should have just ended the um the road to WrestleMania they should have just made Elimination Chamber the last pay per view of yeah. before WrestleMania and then it would have been so much epic you would have had them writing off the you know Kofi Kingston's performance at Elimination Chamber and then he would have earned the opportunity to WrestleMania and then everything would have been going on all the stupid stories for them to try to make create extra drama so that they could create hype for WrestleMania. Uh, before WrestleMania, it was needless. So, yeah, right. Uh, anything you need to say before we head out right now? Uh, you just check out my show iMac next week on Block Talk Radio at the uh, usual time ten. And yeah, come back here check out Sports Urban Legend. Every Saturdays at eleven. You're the guy. Check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at eleven. Check out the the the, the YouTube channel Sports Urban Legend TV. Got some new videos up there. Talk about Seaver. Talk about you know, the um, Severino injury and other stuff, check out some of those um, videos. And, of course, check out iMac every Saturdays at 10. 
He's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramos. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.